0: on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. First Class Father and Hollywood actor Brady Smith will be here in just a minute, so please stick around for the interview. Brady, along with his beautiful and very talented wife Tiffany Thiessen, have written a children's book titled You're Missing It, which will be hitting the bookshelves in April. He's going to tell us more about that coming up. Tomorrow on the show, former Navy SEAL commander Mark Devine will be joining me. And on Sunday, I will have a special Super Bowl podcast so you can hear all the highlights from my trip to Atlanta for Media Day, where I had the opportunity to speak with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Julian Edelman, and so many other first-class fathers who will be playing in this year's Super Bowl. So locking it into first-class fatherhood. That's going to be one for the books. All right. And I know from the feedback that I get from you guys that many of you listeners really enjoy my Navy SEAL interviews. Two of the Frogmen that I've had the honor of speaking with here on the show are Ray Cash Care and Craig Sawyer, and there is only one watch that they wear, and that is the awesome timepieces available from NFW Watch Company. You have got to take a look at their watches, and you will see immediately why the Seals only choose them to wear. The link is in the description of this podcast episode. You can tap it to get over there, or just visit nfwonline.com and use my promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 15% off your order. You're going to get free domestic shipping, and $50 of your order is going to go towards Honor Flight, which is helping our World War II veterans. All right, so get over to nfwonline.com. Use that promo code FATHER. And I owe all of you listeners out there a great deal of thanks. This podcast is really catching fire out there. Uh, I had 17 downloads on my first episode 10 months ago, and since then, we've hit number one on iTunes for kids and family several times. I've talked about fatherhood with so many amazing dads, and this week, I was face-to-face with the likes of Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, kicking it about fatherhood and family life. Really, from the little acorn, grew the mighty oak. So keep it locked into First Class Fatherhood here and tell every father in your contact list or in your neighborhood about the show here. Sharing is caring. Fatherhood rocks. Family values rule. And every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I will be right back with Brady Smith after I hit you with a quick little spot. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Today's interview is being brought to you by SeatGeek. Get over to SeatGeek.com today or download their app. You're going to get $20 off your tickets to any event on their site, sporting event, concert, Broadway show, whatever you like. You use my promo code FIRSTCLASS, that's one word, FIRSTCLASS, and you're going to get $20 off your tickets over at SeatGeek.com. All right, and joining me now is a First Class Father He is an actor who has appeared in TV shows such as Parks and Recreation, Happy Land, and Criminal Minds. He has also been featured in many movies such as last year's Oscar-nominated film, First Man. This year, he has a wonderful children's book dropping in April called You Are Missing It, so we can add author to his intro as well. It is a great pleasure for me to say, Brady Smith, welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thank you, sir. Good to be here.
0: All right, here we go. How many kids do you have and how old are they?
1: Two kids, eight-and-a-half-year-old girl, and a three-and-a-half-year-old boy.
0: Very cool. Do you have the uh, eight-year-old involved in any uh, sports or activities yet? You know, she's uh,
1: she's very, very artistic. She has tried every single sport. My wife has tried tennis. We've tried softball. We've tried soccer. We've tried, uh, I mean, literally anything you can think of. We're going to get her in track and field in the next month, but she, she, she lasts about a month. And she's like, you know what? I'm good. She's been in an art class for three and a half years, and she loves it. So we kind of choose our battles with her. We don't want to wear her out. You know what I mean? Have her do something and just not enjoy it. So,
0: Awesome. I do the same thing. I try to expose them to all of it, give them a little sampling of everything. Do you get involved with coaching at all, or do you stay away from that?
1: Well, if, if, if she did it long enough for me to coach, I'd probably be there on the sideline. But, you know, it's just a couple weeks, man. <laughs> and then she's on to something else <laughs> our son is doing soccer he's he's done it for four weeks now and uh it's pretty funny my wife and I just kind of kick the ball on the sideline and hope he wants to get in but you know he's
0: three and a half years old nice yeah I consider myself more of like the head class parent of the team rather than the coach but uh please Brady take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do
1: well, I do a few things. Uh, I make my living as an actor and a writer. Uh, moved out to L.A. in 2000. My very first guest star was on a show called What I Like About You. And the lead girl on that show introduced me to my wife now, uh, Tiffany Thiessen. We went out on a blind date. It's the last date I've had. We've been married almost 15 years. so That's that, man. I, uh, wow. I act. When I'm not acting, I'm writing. When I'm not writing, I'm uh painting. I try to I try to not pigeonhole myself. I want to live my life as a as an artist and do whatever I'm blessed enough to get paid to do at the time.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff. When did fatherhood come into the picture for you and how did becoming a dad uh, sorta of change your perspective on life?
1: Uh man, it's not even it, it's changed out <laughs> it's changed my perspective so much on life. I don't even remember what life was like or my perspective on life before I was a father. You know, I mean, uh, I had a lot more time to worry about myself, and now all my thoughts and concerns are basically with my with my kids and doing the best job I can as a parent and keeping them safe and healthy and nurtured, you know. And we had Harper in 2010 and, uh, and then, you know, waited a little bit. When Harper was five, that's when we tried again and, and uh, had Holt.
0: All right. Are you guys trying to have any more kids or are you one in one and done? Alec, I
1: had something called a vasectomy (laughs) and, uh, it was, my wife makes fun of me about it because she's like, yeah, you got a little snip. I had two major operations, but wow, man, I don't want to, uh, sound unmanly here, but it, uh, it, it was, it was a rough go. I'm not, I don't, I don't like stuff like that around that general area. And, uh, no more kids. We'll just keep it at that. It, when, <laughs> oh, when they say Alec when they say that it's going to take about three days and you'll feel better, that was not the case with
0: me. Yeah, I know a few people who have done it, and they have solidified my decision to never do it.
1: And I've talked to a bunch of buddies. And either it goes two ways. They're like, you know what, man, I was good. I was, I was, uh, you know, back at the gym two weeks later, and I was like, I don't. know, A, maybe you're lying, and B, that was not my journey. So I'm all good now. That's a long answer to your short question.
0: Yeah, it sounds like they bamboozled you there. Uh did becoming a father change or influence the particular roles that you choose to play on T V and in the movies? Uh
1: I definitely think about it more. Um you know, yes, there's there's opportunities that I've had that I've been like, you know what, I don't think that's gonna be the best choice. Uh I try to stay clear of you know, Uber violent, you know. I mean there's There's so much out there now as far as, like, uh, scripts and stuff that they're shooting. But I I always say to myself, I want to do something that, you know, when my kid is old enough to see it, he or she will be proud of me and not embarrassed. Just try to keep it simple, you know. Like, everybody has that gut reaction where, like, yeah, this is good, or nope, I'm questioning this. So if anything, just in life in general, I'm not sure about it, I'm not talking about taking challenges or risks. I'm just taking, like, you know, black or white, good or bad scenarios, and I always, you know, I always go for the good, man.
0: Very cool. Have you and Tiffany considered putting the kids into acting, or is that something that you guys would rather avoid? Uh, How do you feel about it?
1: You know what, Alex, it's not something we're avoiding, but it's something that, you know, my wife started when she was very, very young. Uh, I think she was eight years old when she started doing uh, pageants and stuff like that. And that was all through just, uh, kind of an accident. I mean, you know, her parents aren't in, aren't in the business or n- nobody in her family is. Her, her uncle is an awesome guy who, uh, was a screenwriter and a professor at a college of, uh, screenwriting. But, uh, that was pretty much it. So she's been doing it forever. I mean, she's never had, uh, a job that does not require acting, you know. Um that being said, we don't talk about it. Harper is old enough to know what we do. I mean she my wife's on a show right now called Alexa and Katie on Netflix and you know my <clears throat> excuse me, my daughter's like the mascot. I mean she's there for the tapings and she knows everybody and it's really cute and she loves it, but she has never expressed any personal interest. I think my daughter's pretty shy. Um and that's great, you know, because we I didn't start this man I got my degree in fine arts at a small college in Texas, and I didn't start acting. I I, I didn't even drive out here to L.A. until until I was 30 years old, you know. So I had a late start. Um, But we want our kids to make their own decision if it's something they want to do, not push them into it.
0: Well said. How about uh, discipline, Brady? What type of disciplinarian are you as a father? Are you a spanker, a timeout guy? How do you handle it? You know, I'm
1: not a, I'm not a spanker, um, but like any parent, and if they don't if if they say otherwise, I don't think they're being completely truthful. I mean, there are times when you definitely feel like spanking. You know what I mean? I grew up; I was spanked. When my wife grew up, she was spanked. Um, but we have not, uh, and I, and I you know, and I can't imagine hitting my kid. I'm not going to do that. You know, I don't. I don't want to. We're definitely time out where we try to talk about it. But, you know, Alec, like anything in parenting, I mean, it's, it's a day-by-day thing, right? Like you are throwing curveballs on a daily basis. And you have to take deep breaths and you have to, you know, try to make the right choice. But, no, I've never spanked my kid.
0: All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, it's wild, Brady. There's been billions of fathers on the planet, but you can never explain it to everybody. Fatherhood really has to be experienced. you got to learn and adapt on the fly, and you never know where it's going to take you next.
1: Oh, dude, let me tell you what I was doing before I called you. I bought my son one of those Star Wars at-at walkers, right? Right before I was like, whoa, it's 530, I've got to give you a ring. I was cleaning up, you know, pee that the dog... Has thought this at at Walker was another dog, and peed on it. My son's sitting there playing with the Star Wars figures in it. And I'm like, uh-huh. dude, so, so your- yeah, you get thrown curveballs, uh, you know, every half hour, man, but.
0: Yeah, that's the beauty of fatherhood. One thing I do talk about quite a bit on the podcast here, Brady, and I'm curious to get your take on it because you're in the business. Um, I feel as though there is an attack on fatherhood and family life in this country through our pop culture. Uh, I don't think TV and movies reveal dads with a fair shake. I don't think dads are being portrayed honestly. And from driving mostly the younger generation of men on the weekends, I drive Uber on the weekends, uh, the views that they have about fatherhood and family life are very negative, And I usually do my best to try to tell them, hey, guys, this is something that you want to embrace and not something that you want to try to avoid. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the
1: people that you're talking to are probably considerably younger than you and I, and they haven't, you know, had enough life experience, or maybe it's just the way that they were brought up. That's a shame. But until I met my wife, you know, I always wanted children, but I never thought about it seriously, so I found the woman that I wanted to spend the rest of my, my life with, frankly. So yeah, I, I I it's it's a shame if fatherhood is betrayed negatively. Uh I think there's a lot of stuff out there that uh is negative right now especially going on. And uh that's why I try to focus on the light. You know, protect my kids, shelter them from stuff that they don't need to see or hear. And uh, there's just enough, there's enough dark out there, man. I don't want to contribute to it.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. And that's why I try to avoid politics whenever I can on the show, because I think there's just way too much hatred tied to it. Um, I have had politicians on the show because I think that hearing their fatherhood journeys, their fatherhood stories are, are important. But overall, there's just too much negative energy and uh, all this show is about is celebrating fatherhood, talking about family values, and hopefully adding some light to the world as well. And that's why I love having high-profile, successful people like yourself on, you know, come on and share their stories, their experience about just how awesome fatherhood is.
1: I I, I, I love that you do that, man. I really do. I think, you know, I, I mentioned briefly I couldn't imagine my life before kids, and I wouldn't want to, you know, the having a child, man, is, 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 a, is a direct gift. Whatever your belief system is, I personally believe in God, and I think it's a gift, man. And and your job as a parent is just to raise them right and, and just, you know, send them off in the world to be, you know, good, productive citizens, man.
0: That's it. Yes, I'm a faith-based person myself, and I keep God first in my life, and I believe, you know, faith is a very important part of the family structure.
1: I agree with that. Now, you feel that way, i feel that way and the beauty of the country we live in, people are free are free to feel and believe whatever they want, you know what i mean? so i i think it's i think it's healthy to to say hey man, this is where i'm coming from and different uh strokes for different folks, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe and i'm not going to
0: i'm not going to judge you for it, you know? Absolutely. All right, let me bring it back to your kids here. Did you guys find out what you were having? Did you do one of those gender reveal parties for either one of the kids, or did you uh, wait for the surprise on delivery day?
1: Man, doesn't it seem like this gender reveal party is like this big thing now? I've yeah. never heard about it, but my... So we, you know, I, I'm kind of like happy wife, happy life, right? And, and Tiff was like, when, when we had Harper, she's like, I don't want to find out. Are you okay with that? I'm like, look, I'm good with... Finding out or not finding out, it's whatever It's you know, you're carrying our baby. It's whatever's clever. Uh, we were strong for about two weeks. And then the very first doctor's appointment, we could find out. She was like, I want to know. And I'm like, sweet, let's find out. <laughs> uh, Harper, it was kind of cute as, as far as the gender reveal goes. Uh, you know, we got a cake. Harper cut into it. And the inside was either obviously pink or blue, and it was blue. But we let Harper be a very if not the, the biggest part of that. And it was super sweet. It's a memory that we'll always have.
0: Yes, the gender reveal party is very big nowadays. All right, we're a month into 2019. What type of films or TV shows do you have coming up, and what other projects are you working on?
1: Uh, I shot a movie. You know, I'm sure you know this, but when you shoot a film, it, it takes a while for them to come out. So I shot a movie last February at Birmingham, Alabama. Had some of the best barbecue I've ever had in my life. Uh and it's called Into the Ashes. It's an independent film. And uh they're they're shopping that bad boy around right now. There's pretty good actors in it. Um Luke Grimes, Robert Taylor, Frank Grillo. So it's a good cast. Uh and it was a lot of fun. Um but that's out of my hands. You know what I mean? That, that's in the can. We'll we'll see where it ends up. Um, something that my wife and I have much more to do with, which is I'm very excited about is uh, I, think I, I think I mentioned that my, my mom was an elementary school librarian and she had always wanted me to, to write a children's book and I just never felt like I had a worthwhile idea, you know what I mean? A little a bunch of ideas passed over the years, but I just was never like, ah, dang it, I don't, I don't have one. So long story longer, uh, and I know that you notice this being a father, but if you go to the park or you just go anywhere and you see parents and and this is, I'm not trying to sound like a negative Nelly here, but 99% of them, at least in my opinion, are looking at their damn cell phones and their kids are just kind of wandering about, you know. Kids get such a bad rap for being on the iPhone, the iPad, and I I honestly feel like we as parents, we're not innocent, you know what I mean? We're on it just as much, if not more. So I had this idea, uh, I was actually... The way it came about, Alec, is I was outside. It sound like such a hypocrite here, but, you know, we all do it. I was pushing my son on the swing, and I was just flipping through, you know, whatever on my phone. And my wife actually opened the kitchen doors. It was like, get off the phone. You're missing it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and juggled my phone and immediately put it back in my pocket. And then it was like a light bulb hit, man. And I went into my studio. I spent about a week constructing the story i did a very loose illustration uh of the entire book i brought it to her and i was like i got an idea and she loved it she's like bias aside this is it so basically on april 30th of this year we have our very first children's book coming out and it's called you're missing it and it's about a boy and his father in the park and the boy's the lead protagonist He's telling his father all the stuff that he's not getting to witness, and uh, it's very timely. It's very relevant, and both my wife and I are really proud of it, man. I, I wrote it, did all the painting. I mean, it's it's all the art is mine, so it's actually available for pre-order on Amazon, if I can say that, so.
0: What a wonderful idea, Brady! I will include the pre-order link on Amazon in the description of this podcast episode, so my listeners can just tap it, get over there, uh, make a purchase.
1: Thanks, buddy. It's a it's a very sweet story. It's not like a <laughs> it's not it's not a thirty-two page guilt trip. I promise. It's a it's a it's a sweet story about a little boy just seeing all this stuff at the park and wanting his dad to be a part of it with him. That's basically the the whole summary right there.
0: Very cool. Do you read a lot with your kids? Is there any go-to books that you have that your kids enjoy?
1: You know, my my daughter is super, or I should say our daughter, is super into reading. She loves to read. uh, You know, she's always looking at the little fairy princesses or the narwhals or the unicorns or whatever. But yes, every time we go to bed, we read for 20 minutes, lights out, say prayers, go to bed. That's our nightly ritual. So definitely read with the kids. Absolutely.
0: Awesome. All right, Brady, let me hit you with one last question here. I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice could you give to that new dad or to that about to be father who's out there listening?
1: Jeez, man,
0: that is a great question.
1: Um, You know, it's, it's cliche because it's so true, but I have a day planner and I have on the very first page, don't sweat the, the small stuff. And I think that that's, super important you know just to continuously remind yourself that the big picture is that you're with your kids everybody's healthy when all the minor stuff man like cleaning dog pee off an at at none of that matters
0: well said i love the message brady smith i gotta say thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on first class fatherhood
1: alex thank you man i i am flattered that you reached out to me and i think you're doing an amazing thing so good on you buddy
0: All right, I'll be right back after a quick spot. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Brady Smith for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Drop me a DM on Instagram or hit me on Facebook. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to hear your feedback. Joining me tomorrow for a Frogman Friday episode of First Class Fatherhood is going to be former Navy SEAL Commander Mark Devine. You don't want to miss that one, so lock it into First Class Fatherhood. And coming Sunday will be a Super Bowl special. I'm going to detail my entire experience that I had down in Atlanta at Media Day. You do not want to miss out. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. You've been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.